You know, I was thinking when we were praising the Lord, you know, sometimes it can just be a long week. It can be a long day. And, you know, we all walk through a little little of this and a little of that. And, and how many know that, you know, we need peace, don't we? And uh, I think we need the peace of the Lord. And that's what we're going to be talking about today. We're going to hit on a few things. And, and I just want to start out, you know, I, I just love that video we got to share because it gives you hope, doesn't it? It just shows, you know, man, God is still in the healing business. God's working all the time, and I, just, and I just love that. And it's good to see that up on the big screen. It's good to see it in each other's lives. It's good to share those testimonies uh, about what God's doing. But in the midst of that, sometimes what's going on, we live an amazing time, don't we? I mean, things are kind of crazy, right? I mean, we've been watching the news, and I'm not here to read the news to you, but I just wanted to hit on a few things as we were preparing this message this, this week. You know, we're, we're looking at this. You know, we got the, the Boston bombings. Terrible things, man. Uh, what else we got? I don't know if y'all saw this last week. There was like two credit unions robbed within probably 10 miles of here. You know, it's, it's, it's crazy things. Uh, then the Texas uh, fertilizer plant explosion and stuff. Man, we lift off all those all situations and stuff there. But you know what? It's, it's an amazing time. And it's a time that people find themselves in desperation real quick, isn't it? Things can change in an instant. But God never changes, amen? And that's what I want to really pull out the message today. And I just had a few things out here. You know, people are finding themselves in a position that they never dreamed they'd be in. Never dreamed. It could be jobs. It could be relationships. It could be all types of different things. You know, look at the housing markets back and forth, up and down, jobs, uh, investments, and all that. But let me put it this way. There's nothing in the world that's guaranteed, amen? Nothing in the world's guaranteed. Someone might say this. I thought about this. Say, well, you know, paying taxes is guaranteed. Well, you don't have to pay them. You might spend you might spend a little time in a crowbar hotel. That's <laughs> my dad used to say. You keep doing that. You spend a little time in a crowbar hotel. But you know, like I said, I'm not here to read the news. I'm telling. I'm here to give you the good news of Jesus Christ and what He says about peace. You know, and so that's that's the good news that we're looking at. So with uh, with that being said, we've got the, the scripture that we're going to launch off from. We got some other ones in here. I want to bless you with. But uh, if you got your Bibles or you're listening online, it's going to be John sixteen thirty three. And Jesus is speaking, he says, I have told you these things so that in me you may have peace. In this world you will have trouble. But take heart, I have overcome the world. And he tells us to be of good cheer. Don't worry, because I've overcome. And last night, sometimes I just look at stuff. I'm a real visual guy. I'm just looking at the word. That, you know, on Tuesday night, people know how to do it. I start underlining stuff and highlighting stuff. And so I said, well, you know, let's, let's just take it a piece at a time. So let's do the same thing. Who's talking? Jesus is talking. He says, I have told you these things, right? So that in me, you may have peace. Now let's just get that. In him, we can have peace. Not in the world. And he's going to talk that too. He says, in this world, you will, right? Everybody say amen on that, right? You will have trouble. But listen to this. This is the takeaway. But take heart. I have a flower on the right way. Okay. Right. <laughs> take, take heart. I have overcome the world. Amen. Overcome the world. How do we overcome the world? Stay in Him. Amen. So that's what this message is about. Holding close to the Lord. And I just want to, I just want to this message is to encourage you. Say amen there. Well, you know, I love having little little things. God knows how to, how to get my attention. I was looking at this. We've been studying on peace this week. And a small group I encourage you to come out. It's been a great study. We've got a, uh, a few more series we're going to be going through there. And I just looked at that word and I just kept writing and tracing over it and writing and tracing over it. I said, Lord, what is it you're going to show me out of this? What are you going to show me? Well, if you look at your hand out, they're going to show you. He took the pen and says, I want them to see that I'm a provider. We're going to talk about him and his provision. Encouragement for the E, acceptance, 
and then C for Christ, and then come on down for eternal life. And I said, man, that's, that's pretty cool. But then he starts unpacking it, and that's what I want to share with you today. Amen. Everybody doing good? Let's jump in. Well, this is what I want you to see here. We've got a good scripture for you here. John 14, 27 says this, Peace I leave with you, my peace I give you. I do not give to you as the world gives. Man, if we can get that right there. See, we look at God giving as the world gives. Guess what? If we keep doing that, we're going to come, we're going to shortchange ourselves. Because he's got big hands, doesn't he? He's in the, in the loving, caring, forgiving, all that. We got all that in him. And it goes on and says, do not let your hearts be troubled and do not be afraid. He never changes. He's setting the stage. It's all about him. He says we can have the peace, right? That's what I love about the Lord. He's always encouraging us. But will we receive it? I pray today we got ears to hear and a heart to soak to apply this message. And I'm preaching to me first because it's been a long week. Amen? Amen. See, when you get working a message, it starts working in your life, right? And so I want to tell you right now, I have to to this week, go, remember the message. Remember the message. You know, God's always saying things like that, speaking to us through situations and stuff. And I think back, remember his word. How did, how did, how did God say to apply the truth in the situation? That's why it's so important to spend time in the word of God. That's why it's so important to just let that, just get into your hearts and renew your mind with what he has for us. Amen? All right, well, take a look at this. God provides his peace to us as his children. I'm talking to the folks that are here today that have put their faith and trust in the Lord Jesus Christ. Amen? Can you amen? amen? And guess what? If you have not done that, I'm still talking to you too. But I want you to grab hold of that so you can have that peace that passes all understanding, right? And you're going to have an opportunity to do that. So I was looking at this. When we see God as our provider, it makes, it makes our needs shrink. And you say, well, what do you mean? What do you mean by that? I still have the rent. I still have the, the, the pain in my back or my neck or whatever's going on. What I mean by this is, 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 is there something that God can't deliver? Is there something that he can't do? Because I haven't found it. Other than one time we were saying he can't lie. Amen. We knew he can't lie, right? That's one thing. That's the only thing I found that he couldn't do. He can't lie, right? But you know what? Ah, he's about us having peace. Then, we, knowing this, we should start having that peace of God, right? See, when we said, you think about this. Now, I didn't have a big brother. I had a big sister, right? I hope she listens to this. You know, and when we were growing up, my sister was like six years older than me. And man, she was good at football, you know? And it's funny, man. I was I said there's been times of permanent hyper. That's all they would let me do. And we never we had all the grass in the world we played in the street. I don't know why we do that. I don't know. And we never got somebody going out there like this, some little kid going, stop in the car, go ahead and roll play. Come on, where are you doing? You know? And so you know we're out there and stuff. But I always knew if something got bad, all I had to do was call my sister boy. She'd be red. She was laid back. And she was very ladylike, you know? But you know what? Someone get up there and they step on the, uh, uh, the, the center. Me? You're like, yes. Excuse me. Excuse me. I need to talk to you. <laughs> you know, I just want to let you know that's my little brother right there. I said, yeah. You tell him. You tell him. <laughs> I'm back here. Because she, she could outrun everybody. She could throw further than anybody. I mean, she was, she was on the scene, man. She was on that there. And we used to visit my uncle. And he lived in Ohio. And he says, hey, he had some guys who used to throw football out behind his house all the time. He said, wait till my niece gets here and she's going with you, right? And she'd get out there and she did gymnastics and stuff. So she'd get online, right? And my sister would take off running and she would do a couple of flips and do a backflip. And everybody's going, what is she doing? Boom, over to Uncle Bob. Boom, go long. I still hike it though. That's it. Why did I say all that? Because family's got your back. Amen. And 
sometimes, even as family, we can let one another down. We put unrealistic expectations on one another, right? But I want you to see this. God's a provider. God is the one, ultimately, that we need to go to for healing, for, for, for encouragement. But you know what? He can use us along the way. We can be the hands. We can be the feet. We can be the ears. Right? But you know what? That's what, that's what I, I, when as we go through this, I want you to see God in the proper light, in the way we do that, we see it in his word. Amen? Let's keep on rolling here. The Lord is our provider. He knows the beginning through the end. I was going to say from the end, but I said through the end. He said, well, why is that? Because it doesn't stop. It doesn't stop. He knows the whole deal. And he says, you know, you're going through a rough path. And he says, I already knew that, but I still love you through that. Amen? <laughs> you know? But I'm telling you. He says, keep on rolling. But a lot of times we're in something and goes, man, that's good until now. You know? Business deals, all those different things, work, job, whatever. You can apply that to most anything. But you know what? Sometimes we just got to pull together and keep on trucking. He knows the whole deal. God has the roadmap for our life. Would you agree with that? Where do you think we might find the direction in that? In the Word? Amen. I ain't going to say his GPS. Yeah, yeah. God's perfect saying it. I couldn't resist. I love that one. Man, but how many know that it might be wise to follow him? See, what we do is we get back out of the weeds and we get, get on the intro there and we get back on the interstate following them. Then we start drifting up. We're over here and we wonder, well, I can't see him. I can't see him. Because you know what? We've taken our, taken our eyes off the Lord. This is where I say I'm preaching to me first. Amen? Because it's so easy. In those times when things are going good, man, we're like, look at this. Got my hands off the wheel. Look at this. I can ride like that. Look at me. I got that ice cream. We, we, we can do that. Right? I got it under control. And then we go... Pilot, the co-pilot, we start drifting. And the Lord's going, hey, 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 come on back over here. But God says, you know what? Hold on to me. And I'm going to talk a little bit more about it. We had a really cool illustration. On um, Tuesday night, we were talking about this. And the guy was talking about, he went on vacation with his family. And uh, they went and they had this tour guide. And they were going to get on those, those wave riders. What do we call them? Wave riders. You know, what do you call them? Sea uh, dudes. And the guy said, you know, he said, this guy is Look, y'all want to go fast? And then the family and the kids are going, yeah! And the dad's going, oh, okay. He says, we can do that. But I want you to listen close. He said, there's big, big coral reefs out here. He said, if you hit them, we're going to have a problem. He said, but if you stay in my wake, you're going to be fine. Stay in my wake. God says, stay in my wake. Stay in my footsteps. Follow my word. Follow my precepts. Follow my son, amen? And if we do that, I guess it, I bet you they got a little wet, didn't they, when they arrived? We might get a little wet. We might even get a little shaking around. Take a little water in on the boat, but let me tell you, you won't hit the reefs if you follow him in the wake of Jesus Christ, amen? That's a good word right there. Well, let's keep on rolling here. Now, I got this from my mother-in-law a few weeks ago. And I said, God is good, right? God is, God is enough. And she said, God is more than enough. That's true. Did you see God more than enough in that, that little clip we saw? Man, now that's something else, isn't it? In your own situation, I want to ask you this. In your own situation, no matter what you're dealing with or anything else, do you see God as more than enough? Because if you don't, that's where we need to start tweaking it. Now looking at the situation, do we see God as more than enough? But you don't understand. No, I don't understand. I do understand he's more than enough, though. The best I can, you know. I said, Lord, help me to see that you're more than enough. Got a sword for you. Can I tell you? I got a sword for you. I'll tell you what. Went over to my buddy's house, as we used to do, sneaking a little motorcycle ride, right? We're doing a few things, go down the road, and uh, come back to his house. We sit down for a little bit. 
And we see the neighbors over there, and we just wave to the neighbors. How you doing? How you doing? And the next thing you know, the neighbors come over. We go, hey, how you doing? We're just hanging out. We're just talking about this and that. Now, this week, three times this week. Now, how many of y'all, y'all raise your see me do the little dollar thing to tell people about Jesus? I've had people three times at work go, hey, man, tell them about the dollar thing. Come to me. Because they know it's the gospel. Right? And for you guys listening, we just use a little illustration with a rip dollar and talk about how God wants to mend your life. Amen? We talk about the gospel of Jesus Christ. So guess what? This day with my butter was no different. I'd already ripped like three or four bucks already that day. I'm on, I'm on a roll. Right? God's moving. You know, I'm looking through my pocket. I hope I got a dollar stop rip. You know? But God's a provider. And we share with these young guys. And they had a little piece of the, of the puzzle here and there and all that. But you know what? That day, they got the full piece of the puzzle. And those guys prayed with us. And they prayed the center of prayer. Lord, come into my life and forgive me of my sin. Now look, if we had some other stuff going on, like, like Grace said, he said, you know what? If my back wasn't getting tired. We would have kept riding. That's God's time. You know, there's nothing he, you know, and I thought that was so cool. I said, bro, I never even thought about that. You know, he said, I've been out here three or four times. It's never come over. Right? And one guy says this. He says, I don't know why. At the time, he says, I knew I was supposed to come over here and talk to y'all. Talk to him a little later. He says, now I know why I was supposed to come talk to y'all. Again, it's not about us. It's about Jesus. And we had the privilege of having a front row seat of seeing God do what he does. Restore life, man. Give the Lord a hand clap, man. That's God's yeah, So God's more than enough. So he, he can take some guys just hanging out on some motorcycles and, and hanging out. And we were thinking about what we're going to have that night to eat and everything else. And God said, well, I'm going to tell you what. I'm just going to use you. You available? Absolutely. I'm asking you, are you available? Is he a provider in your life? Is he the one that his great provisions to come to you? We got to lean on the Lord, amen? Well, we're going to keep on with some more encouragement. Anybody using any encouragement today? I'm going to put both feet up here. Goodness gracious. I want to talk about some encouragement here. One of the things I've always loved, is, and maybe we'll do a study on this sometime. It's been a while since I, I have. I love the names of God, the different names of God. It's one God, right? But listen to this. Something that I've always encouraging is this. The meaning behind God's name reveal his personality, his nature, and how he deals with me and you. How he deals with me and you. So just for a few of them, I'll just, if there's many of them, I'm just going to go through a few of them. El Shaddai, the Lord God Almighty. Is that your God? That's the one that can make things straight. That's the one that can forgive. That's the one that can move forward. That's the one that can supply all your needs. Guess what? Jehovah Jireh. Right? The Lord will provide. He's a provider, isn't he? Amen. You go back and you talk to people that's walk with the Lord, walk with the Lord, and if they're willing to share a few things, then I guarantee you they are because they know God is a provider. Amen. They'll be quick to jump in and say, let me tell you what God did. Hey, I hope my life has always won this. Let me tell you what God did. Let me tell you what God's doing. What's going on? Because you know what? I just want to be that vessel. Woo! Woo! Just sharing what God's doing, man. All right. What else? Jehovah Shalom. The Lord is peace. Just have a bit of the message. Don't it? Amen. Look at this. Jehovah Rapha, the Lord that heals. So that, right? Is that we need healing in our life? Let's continue to call on the name of the Lord. Elion, or El Elion, as my buddy says, the Most High God. Again, insert yourself into this picture. Is that your God? That's the God of the Bible. That's the God that saves. He's God Almighty. He's the one who provides. He's the one who brings peace and healing. He's the God of the Most High. 
That's who we serve. So we need to grab hold of that, man. We need to take a look at that. I want to look at my hand out here. I have some good notes on here. I said, you know what, Artemis? We need to be encouraged that God deals with us by grace and love. Can you say amen? He deals with the grace and love. Because God is what? Love. I'm not, I, I, I'm preaching a, a, a fully balanced gospel. You know what? There is a wrath of God, all right? When, when, when we reject him, guess what? The wrath of God falls on us. But if we look around and listen and read the word of the wrath of God fell on Jesus Christ so that we can have grace and peace, that's where I want to be, amen? That's what we're preaching. That's what we want to tell people because that's the good news. That's the encouragement of Jesus Christ, amen? So here's the thing. We've got all these pieces of the puzzle. Let me tell you, I could have went on and on and on. I really don't believe that a human mouth could speak the words that are great enough to define our God. I just don't think I have the words because I always fall up short. You know what? I believe that when we get in the presence of God, you hear people, well, when I meet God, I'm going to ask him this. I tell you what, I think when you meet God, you're going to hit the floor. That's what I think. Holy, holy, holy. Woo! Man! You know, look at everybody in the Bible. They're like, hey! My goodness! And that was just an angel. Woo! What's going to happen when we come face to face with the Lord? I don't know, but I'm happy about it. Hey, I ain't trading places. I like that, man. God is good. Aren't you glad that Jesus took your place? Man, that's powerful. But to, to move in that, right, we need to accept that, right? I want to talk about acceptance for just a minute. All right? Got the word there? Everybody got the, the Bibles this morning? Mark this down. It's a good place to put it on your notes. Philippians 4, 7. It says this. Then you will experience God's peace, which exceeds anything we can understand. Oh, man. Anything we can even get in this being right here. It passes that. His peace will guard your hearts and minds as you live in Christ. Wow, man. How many times is this? I, I want to share this. A lot of times when we're talking about it in depth, and I appreciate the Tuesday night crew, and there's more room for anybody. You guys got some good input. Y'all help me with a lot of service. So I'll just tell you, it's really amazing. Everybody's got something to bring to the table. And you might say, if not me, you'd be surprised. You'd be surprised because God will speak to you just like anybody else. But many times it appears that we look to comfort and ease as peace. And then we think, well, we got peace. Well, yeah, I got some money in the bank. I'm doing all right. Kids are okay. Uh, we're doing, we check the box. Yeah, everything's cool. How's it It's cool. But guess what? In one thing, what was that little game we used to have? Kaplop. You put the thing in it, had all these little uh, straws go through it, and you had the marbles in it, and you pull it out. And then it starts dropping through. I probably got the wrong name. But you all remember that? You know, or even the, the little thing with the ice thing, Jesse. Remember the guy we had the ice? The guy had the little ice thing. We had the hammers. And we beat the uh, ice break, around. Break? break. What's it called? Don't break the ice. You know what? A lot of times everything's cool until the situation, somebody breaks the ice. Right? Well, the things heat up and it melts. Well, you don't, you forgot to wear your golf shoes out here and broke it yourself. It don't matter. Sometimes we're in that position and we're just barely hanging in there. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Where's your peace then? See, the peace that God's talking about, the peace that we're speaking about here, is when everything is stripped away and everything is gone, you can still have peace because we know who's in control. Amen? I hope you guys take that away from here today. See, this is what he bought for us. This, for this, it says, I put this, but what God bought for us is comfort in the present, in the midst of everyday life. Everyday life. I think sometimes in my life, I get going 50, 11 miles an hour and sometimes I leave the peace in the back seat. I get out here and I'm rolling and I, and I know about it up here. And I'm looking at the situations and I start getting overwhelmed and things like that. And, and I have to remind myself just like this week, wait a minute. 
What did God say? You know there's going to be trouble sometimes, right? Well, let's go back to, to the whole. What did he say? He said, man, I, I'm, I'm going to give you this right here. What he said, the peace which exceeds anything we can understand. And sometimes, Lord, I go, Lord, I don't understand, but I sure need another dose. And what I always get is this. He draws me back to him. He draws me back to time with him. He draws me back to prayer with him and focusing on him. Will I accept that? Are we, we're accepted in him. See, a lot of times we don't really realize this. And so this is, this is some stuff I, I want to share with you. So we talk about the presence of God in everyday life. Not just when it's easy. Amen. Not when things are falling into place. Amen. But here's the takeaway. But even when things are falling apart. When things are falling apart. Read, read the word a little bit and let you just follow through the life of Paul. Boats wrecking, people cracking him on the back, everything else. In the big house, in the jail, we talked about that. He's all in there. They got him tied up in silence, I believe. And what is he doing? He starts singing. You know, people say, man, they must have really hit that guy hard. You know, think about it. You know what I'm going to say this? Man, they must have cracked him right on the head, didn't he? He's singing. What are you going to wear a jailer there? No, man. You know, sometimes we feel like maybe in our, in our lives we're in prison, right? But a lot of times we're the one that sets up the walls. God come to knock them walls down. Will you accept it? Because you are accepted in Christ. Amen? I love to say this about forgiveness and stuff. I say it almost every week because I believe it. Imagine this is a cookie jar, right? And I get my hand caught in that bad boy, right? I want grace because it's my hand. The world wants my hand because it's their cookie jar. See? You see what I'm saying right there? But listen, God says there's enough grace. He's not short on supply. How do we, how do we send that out to other folks? A lot of times we, we just want we just want it now and we want it to stop hurting and we want all these things right now. But through pushing through the pain, we can see the peace of God on the other side. We can have the peace of God in the midst, amen. Let's keep on rolling here. God has accepted us because of Christ's sacrifice. It's going back going to Jesus all the time, isn't it? You know? Here's the question. Have you accepted what God has done for you? We talked to these young guys the other day, and I talked to the folks at work. I always say this when I'm sharing the gospel. So what will keep you from receiving that today? When they hear the message, when they hear in the Holy Spirit, just like I told my friend that, that walked over the other day, I said, what drew you over is the Holy Spirit drawing you to God, drawing them to yourself. You know? God, today, I don't know what God's speaking to each situation. I pray that God's drawing you to himself because that's where, that's where healing starts. That's where acceptance starts. That's where forgiveness begins. And that's where grace continues to flow in abundance. Amen? Let's take a look at this. So we've got to receive his word, right? His peace will guard your hearts and minds as you live in Christ. Not outside of Christ. That doesn't mean sleeping on a church porch. Okay? That means having that relationship, cultivating Christ in that way. Through his word, through preaching and teaching, Ah, through journaling. I, I, you know, I do this from time to time. I, I really encourage you guys, all of us, and, and myself, most of, most of what my journaling is is what I share with you right here on Sundays. What is God showing us? And I write it down. What is God showing me about this situation? What is God showing me about this here? How does God want me to apply this in my life? You know, he shows me this. He says, you know what? We can have peace in every situation. It's a choice, minute by minute. Tonight, we're just talking about it. We got a choice, minute by minute. And God's so good, we don't have to live on yesterday's peace. 
or yesterday's situation or yesterday's uh, percentage rate of the Dow. You know, a lot of people do. A lot of people get wrapped up in that. But you know what? When we see God for who he is, we need to accept the gift. That, accept the gift that we are accepting. They come out right. See, that's a lot of things. We think, yeah, I know God, but. I know he would, but. You don't know my situation, but. All these things. We need to butt out and let God in. That's what we need to do. But you know what? It's easy to do that. Because I always say, we default to the natural, man. We default to this. Our spirit's being renewed. But guess what? We're still living in this body, right? And sometimes we just like it easy. We like it all way and in our time. But God says, no matter where you're at, no matter if things are falling into place or falling apart, I'll never leave you. I'll never forsake you. And guess what? I've got more than enough for you. You know, that's what I love. You know, God is, is, is over. He's not short on anything. Especially love, mercy, grace, peace. Keep on going, keep on going. He might not have enough slides to write all that, you know? But that's how good he is. Well, let's keep on rolling. Now, I want to really get the fullness of this right here. Uh, Philippians 4, 7. I've got to reel back just a little bit to Philippians 4, 6. And it says this. Do not be anxious about anything, but in every situation, by prayer, petition, and thanksgiving, present your request to God. See, God's ears, listen. He knows everything. You say, well, if he knows everything, why do I got to pray? Well, you know what? I say this a lot of times. You might, your wife might know that you love her, but I think it's a real good idea to tell her every now and then. Amen? I know I like to hear it. I love you. You know? But you know what? Not only that, do our actions match our words? Do our actions match our words? You can tell me you love me all day. Man, I love you. I love you. I'm going to have a problem believing that, right? It might not be that. Just do that for extreme. Yeah, I love you. You know? The love of God has is, is, got so many facets to it. Respect, understanding, acceptance. You know, lifting them up. And you know what? As we do that, we don't do it to get something in return. We do it because we already got something. We got Christ in our hearts. And I pray that Christ is living out through our lives and actions. Amen? So he said, do not be anxious about anything. How many get anxious a little bit? Oh, I'm going to pray for y'all right now. <laughs> I'm going to pray right now. We get anxious, don't we? Hey, I, tell, I, do, I mean, anxious, I mean, even about good things. Because a lot of times y'all see me with you tell when I get up in the morning on Sunday on Facebook. I'm ready to go. I'm ready to go. I'm ready to go, man. I'm ready. I'm ready. I can't wait, man. I'm going to tell you what the Lord's been telling me this week. I'm all ready to go. But you know what? A lot of times, we can jump the gun. We need to spend time with God first. I can't pour out what I don't have poured in. So I want us to be sure that we're pouring in all that God has for us. Amen? And like he said, hey, with everything, by prayer, petition, with thanksgiving, present your requests to God. God doesn't mind you calling home. Amen? He doesn't mind it at all. How about moms and dads? I like it when they call home. Especially if it's early. Amen. <laughs> Especially if it's before 12. But, you know, but I like to know what's going on. You know? And I don't have to say, I don't have to shake them down. My wife taught me that. You don't have to shake them down every time they call. They won't talk. Okay. How you doing? Oh, we're doing this, this, and this. And I'm going, okay, I'm praying for you. You know? Love them where they're at. Because God loves you right where you're at. And he'll, he'll, he'll walk you through the other side. Well, you know what? The, the seed can only stand for one thing. Christ, amen. Let's keep on rolling. Look at this. Peace is one of the greatest gifts ever given. Is that a good place to say amen right there? Y'all believe that? And we have the peace because of what Christ does. Now look at this. I, I took this from our study the other night and it was just really good. God doesn't call us. You can write this down if you want. 
God doesn't call us to live a comfortable life. He calls us to live a passionate life. Oh, that's, that's powerful right there. He calls us to live a passionate life. I get a little passionate about Jesus, amen? I'm going to tell you, if you're in an elevator with me, you're going to hear about Jesus. <laughs> and I'm going to tell you, you're going to hear about it real fast if we want to go to the next floor. I'm going, hey, man, what's going on? Are you blessed today? They're going, I got one of these Jesus guys in here. You know? But guess what? If the thing gets hung up, they're gonna say, Can you pray? Huh? And sometimes you know what I want to do sometimes at the floor is it? You go like this and it's a uh-oh. Uh-oh. <laughs> uh-oh. Hey man, do you know the Lord? I wouldn't do that. I probably would. I probably would. I probably would. You know? I was just checking. You know? It's amazing, man. I'm just checking. I'm just checking. So we need a life that's full and vibrant, man. He doesn't want us to live in fear and worry, always fretting, being paralyzed by the lies of the enemy. And that's what it is. Because when we start believing with anything less than God's word, we bought the lie. Amen. It's about Christ. Let's look at it this way. So, a few things I want to pull out. Look to the security of his priorities. We were talking about that. Man. You know, the priority, what is God's priority? You're God, God's priority. How do I know that? John 3, 16, for God so loved the world. He gave his only begotten son. You're a priority. I mean, he said, I'm a priority. I'm a priority. Yes, indeed. Now, I want y'all to take that with you. And because you know what? You matter and you're worth it. Amen. What else has he got to share with us? Look to his protection. Sometimes, man, we get out there, I just don't know how this is going to work. I just don't see this going to happen. That doesn't make any sense to me. We just said the scripture we had before there, you, you might not even understand. There's a lot of things I don't understand. A lot. A lot. Tiger says, sometimes she says, the book of the things, how do you say it? The book of the things I don't understand is. Yeah, she said, the book of the things I, I don't understand is this big, and the things that I do understand is this big. But God says, you know what? I can grow that. I can grow that other book. I need to mind of Christ. And see, as we experience the things of Christ, we say, ooh, I'm going to add another page to that. They said, well, how's it work? I said, faith, how's that work? Believing? Who are you believing in? Jesus, amen. So guess what? He's our protection as well. Look at this. Look to his promises. We talk about that all the time, man. I love what we see in his word. Take a look at this. Give me a scripture, a little word anchor. Isaiah 26, 3. You will keep in perfect peace all who trust in you, all whose thoughts are fixed on you. Man, you could preach a sermon series on that thing. All who trust, all who focus their thoughts on him. So here we go. He said, I will keep in perfect peace all who trust in you. Now what did we say earlier? I didn't even know this was going to work out. What's the one thing God can't do? He can't lie. That's his word, right? I'm going to go with him. I'm going to go with him. But sometimes I need a little reminder. That's where your church family comes in and says, hey, you know what? We're going we're to walk with you. All right? That's where, you know what? When we're, we're praying and we say, you know what? Is there anything we can pray for you about? Hey, we want to stand in the gap. Ultimately, it's just pointing you back to Christ and reminding you of who you are, that you're accepted in Christ and what God's done for you. I can hear that every day. With the world wearing on us and situations wearing on us and different things coming on, all this going on, I need to know. Christ never changes, amen. I need to know that, that I'm a priority to God. I need to know that I'm under his protection. And he says that I will keep you in perfect, perfect peace all who trust in you, all who, whose thoughts are fixed on him. I pray that today that we keep our minds and hearts fixed on the Lord because you know what? He's got a big picture for eternal life, amen. Let's keep on rolling through here. I'm going to hit these real quick. You were looking good. 
few things I want to share with you. The Lord has enough peace to last us through all eternity, amen, without, without end. So look at this. Confidence. Will you have the confidence to trust God minute by minute in your life? See, we, we trust Him on some of the big things, and then we kind of forget about it. Minute by minute, it's that relationship, amen? Will we, will we trust Him for His security? Man, I'm going to tell you this. His loving arms are not going to drop you. You know, when your kids are little and they're on the bed and they jump, Dad, Mom, you're going to do everything. You just jump out. Don't do that, little Johnny. And then little Johnny gets six foot and he's going, you know? My boy's a big. I used to be able to handle them now. They double team it. Then he said, be careful. Don't hurt your dad. It used to be the other way around, man. They put me in the chicken wing. Stop. Boy, I got to work tomorrow. You know what I mean? And I always thought, don't hurt my hands. I love to play the guitar. Just let me see that. You know, he's always playing something. Because we love to play, man. We are a hands-on family. Let me tell you. And the dog's barking and the niece is going, don't do that, don't do that, don't do that. I got, I got to get my lips in. You know? Them guys are tough, man. And, uh, and, and then uh, a lot of my friends said, good thing you had boys. I said, I don't know. They're tough. You know? I don't know. Do you wrestle with girls when they're little? I don't know. I don't know. Oh, they pull the hair a little bit. I didn't do that. Tell you, mom. <laughs> One thing for sure is you love them all the same, don't you? Love them all the same. Even if they get shot at on you sometime. Amen? That's Grace Jr. is coming. They're going to get big, brother. <laughs> they're going to grow every week. Wow, they're stretching out. But here's the thing, man. We can have security in Christ that his love and arms will never drop us. Understand it. We need to understand the Lord. Ask the Lord to give us understanding. Only he can bring clarity to some of the things that we're going to. Only Jesus Christ can bring clarity to some of the things. Then we're going to I'm going to share one other thing. Okay. Um, when I watched that film earlier, and it was talking about having that mustard seed of faith, I was waiting for my boys to come out. We're getting ready to go here. And I was sitting out front, and God talks to me through like pictures sometimes, just showing me things. And I was looking at uh, my next door neighbor's tree, right? And I was looking at that, and I was thinking about the message, and I saw some birds come up. I saw them go down. I saw some other birds flying around and around, and they got back up in that tree. And I said, isn't that something? You know, the scripture talks about the smallest plant, smallest seed. Remember we talked about that? It's a mustard seed. Right? And that mushroom seed plant grows to be one of the biggest ones. And it provides what shade and a, a resting place. And God brought that back to my memory today. You know what? I pray today that the peace of God grows in your heart just like that seed. That you can rest in the branches. That you can rest in his arms. That you can turn around and, and be in that shade. And I said, Lord, that's, that's awesome. And he just, he just ramps it up. He says, you know, sometimes in life, you know what? You just need to climb up that tree and look and see where I'm working. Sometimes in, that, in life, you need to, to, to pull up on the Word of God and look back at where I brought you. Sometimes, you know what? You try to do too much on your own. You need to get up under here and rest in the shade. Sometimes when the, when the wind's blowing, you just need to hold on to the, to the base of that tree. I thought, wow, that's amazing. See, God's always willing to show us something new. This is, this is a tree that looks like this, you know? A lot of people just want to cut that down and move on. But God said, I'm going to show you something today to share with folks. Because you know what? Understanding is amazing. God ignites that in our hearts. Amen? So guess what? He wants us to be blessed, right? We want to be blessed. And, and man, I'll tell you what. We need to be quick to review the blessing of the Lord, right? As a child of God, you've got everything that you can do. Amen? We've got the promises of God because we are the children of God. Amen? So I'm going to roll back through this here. The peace of God is available to us every day in every situation. His peace is eternal. Choose to walk in it through faith and obedience. 
go back to the clip we saw. The doctor said, I didn't have much faith that day. He was ready to go. How many of us could have just kept on walking? How many of us, if we were honest, we hear that, that small, still voice and says, you need to go back. You need to help somebody. You need to say this or don't do this, do this. And we just push on by. And maybe we don't even see any repercussion from that. You know? But a lot of times we don't see the blessing from that either. Because we get so busy. We pass God. We miss God. Don't miss God. Amen. And first off, I want to tell you, don't miss God for eternity. Amen. So we want to make sure that, you know what, each person has an opportunity to come to the saving knowledge of Jesus Christ. You know? When I share the gospel message just like, uh, you know, we do every week. I said, man, if you die today, do you know for sure you go to heaven? You know? Let me ask you that. If you know right now, if you go to heaven, if you took your last breath, I ask you to raise your hand. This is identify with that. Amen. If you're positive, right? Okay, if you don't, that's okay. Because you know what? You can't know. And that's what I want to make sure that you know. That we can have that peace. And that's a peace. God says, you know what? When you call on my name, I have already paid the price. All you got to do is receive it. You can know about it, but you need to have it here. I love to use this as illustration. You can be on an airplane, right? And they can tell you about a parachute and you can leave it under your seat. It doesn't do you much good, does it? Because if you had to jump, guess what? You don't have it on. A lot of times people think coming to Christ is about comfort. It's about the jump to come. It's about the jump to come. That we put on and embrace what God's done on the cross. And guess what? That's the comfort that you have. That's the peace that you have in the midst of everything else. You know, when, when the doctor report's not good, when the situation that works not good, we can still cling to that because his word doesn't change. That's the peace that passes all understanding. Knowing that we have a home in heaven. And not only that, God wants to work in your life right here, right now. So we talk about eternity, and that's awesome. I want you to make that decision today to receive him. I want you to come to the, to the understanding of this today that you know what? He has the peace that is available. Look at this. We know what he says. I have told you these things so that in me you may have peace. God wants it. He's bringing it to the table. He's bringing that. How did he do it? He's right there on that cross. On the old way cross, he said, I got it right here. And he goes on. He says, in this world you will have trouble. So guess what? He's telling us, he's identifying the situation we're going to have, right? But I love this. But take heart. I've overcome the world. So if you're here today and you've never put your faith and trust in the Lord Jesus Christ, I ask you to just ask the Lord right where you are, right here. Father God, forgive me of my sin. Lord, I believe you're the Son of God. Come into my life and forgive me of my sin. If that's your prayer, speak it out in your own words. There's no perfect words. It's just receiving him, understanding what he's done for you. And say, Lord, I need you. Save me. So if that's your prayer today, I pray that you just, just grab hold of it by faith. If you're here today and say, man, I'm just, we're in a rough patch, man. I'm walking a rough patch. You, that patch of, of roads. You know, we got people that are sick and people losing family and all this stuff. But I pray through that, they can still have the peace that passes all understanding. How in the world can you do that? Only in Christ. So I pray today, Lord, for my friends and family here and those who will hear this later on in the day through the, the webcast and, and Lord that your word will not come back void. so Father I just thank you for each one here I pray that we trust in you and the fullness of what you've done for us Lord because Father you are worthy of all praise in Jesus mighty name amen give that Lord a hand for some peace alright